Amen. Um, I'm just looking forward to Sunday school this morning. And uh, it's going to be good. Amen. Today I want to, uh, I, I believe it's going to be a series. And uh, I want to go into a message that I title Living in the Supernatural. Living in the Supernatural. Father, I just thank you for your Holy Spirit. It's always with us. You promise he will be with us till the very end. Thank you, Father. We give you praise this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, I'm really tired, really tired of living in the natural. I believe that a lot of Christians live in the natural. When difficulties come, when problems come into their life, they battle just like the people of the world. They live in the natural. Christians today are living in the natural. They, we don't understand who we are. We don't understand who God has made us. And so we allow all kinds of things to come into our lives. We tolerate them. We act to find remedies just like the people of the world and we make excuses for them and we really need to wake up and begin to trust the word of God and begin to act according to the word of God. I believe in recent times God is beginning to show me you can't start in the spirit and be perfected in the flesh. You have to go through the supernatural. It is only through the supernatural that we can really make our way in the work that God has called us to do. We have to realize that. In Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 8 and 9, the Bible tells us this. If they told the Lord God out of Egypt, with a mighty hand, with a stepper, with great terror, and with signs and wonders, if they say that with me, signs and wonders, with great terror, with signs and wonders, he has to this place and he has given us this land a land flowing with milk and honey that's what God has done Egypt represents the land of bondage the land of satanic oppression the land of addiction addictions, sickness, and disease, that's what that land represents. And your Christians have mental culture. That's the land of Egypt. Suicidal thoughts. That's not from God. God brought the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand. With Meaning God didn't want that work it. He went all the way to bring the people out of Egypt. And the Bible says with great power, not power on the children of God, but power on the enemy. With the enemy was terrified by the act of God, he brought them out with signs and weapons. And all these things Christians tolerate our lives. These are the things that were found in Egypt. No more bondage. We don't have to go through that. No more depression. Christians ought not to go through times of depression. We shouldn't tolerate sickness and disease in our body. Because of what the Lord God, that was in Egypt. He brought them out with great power. 
signs and wonders. The church itself is a sign to the world. The devil is doing everything he could to destroy the church. He killed believers. He's come against the Bible. He's come against the world. Against Billy, uh, Christian. Today is attacking the word of God greatly in the land, but the church is still standing because the church is a sign to the world, and we are a sign to the world. We are made in God to demonstrate the sign and wonder that God has given to us. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 15, verse 15 through 18, it says, Jesus said, God, therefore, and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. And then Jesus said, These signs follow them that believe. Many times we'll say this, the believers are known by the law. We will be known by the law. But we can be known by the signs that follow us. These signs follow them that believe. This is how Jesus said for people to recognize those who truly believe. In, uh, in 1988, I had two Jehovah's Witnesses come to my door. And I never liked when Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons come to, to preach to me. It makes me feel really bad. And I was getting ready to go to church, and they came, and I knew it was going to be a while. And I was saying, God, give me something to share with these people uh, that they don't really know Christ. I know the Lord. And the Lord gave me something. And, and, and one was the chief guy. He knew the scriptures, uh, the Jehovah's Witness scriptures, the ones they truly believe in. They've, given, they've thrown the others away. And the other was his disciple following him. And they, they came, and they knocked, and I came out, and I said, uh, how can you all preach to me and bring me to, to God when you are not Christians yourself. Their eyes went like, oh, what? We are not Christians? I said, yeah. I said, you want me to prove it to you? He was happy about that. He, 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 it was a real shock for them. They said, for me. So I went to the scripture I just read. In Mark chapter 16. I said, Jesus said, these signs follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out demons. I said, have you ever cast out a demon? The guy looked at me, he said, no. I said, didn't I tell you you're not a Christian? At first I asked him, do you believe what the word says? That this size, this is how you can recognize those who truly believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, those who truly believe the word? He, they agreed with me, yes. What are you saying? Then I asked them, have you ever cast out a demon? He said, no. I said, they, in my name, they shall speak with new tongues. Do you speak in tongues? They said, no. I said, well, I told you no. How can you show me the world when you are not one? None of these signs follow you. Which of these signs do you have in your life? Have you taken up supper before? No. Please don't try that. <laughs> And if they eat, if they drink any deadly poison, anything poisonous, the Bible says it shall not hurt them. That's supernatural living. You drink poison and it won't hurt you. Do believers fully believe in that? What happens to you if you just drank something and they say that thing is poison, that's a cynic. Are you going to be so worried and, and you're afraid? 
because you think you're going to die. Jesus is saying, we need to believe in the supernatural. We need to live the supernatural life. We need to believe that enough so that when we drink something poisonous, we're sure we're not going to die and God will keep his word. We don't believe the scriptures. We want to live in the natural. And so the enemy is attacking us, attacking our families, attacking our finances, attacking our bodies, attacking everything that God is freely giving to us. What we have obtained from the land that flows with milk and honey. He brought us all out of all of those things. So we can have life and have it more abundantly. So that our youth may be renewed. According to the word of God. But we don't want to believe that is cerebral and we want to live in the natural. You are not born again to live in the natural. That's why we are having difficulties. That's why the world cannot see the power that God is demonstrated in the days of the Bible. In our lives today, and we're thinking we're going to you know, use our wisdom and our knowledge to convince them where they need the word. I don't need hands from anybody that got healed. They go, no. I told you you're not a Christian. I said, go and ask people around this house. I was living in Nigeria then. Daily I was doing <laughs> deliverance, you know, casting out demons. And my brother used to laugh, come out. That's what I did all day, almost every day. And I said, ask them around. They know it. You are not a Christian. They had no answer for that. And uh, the disciple was so interested in what he was hearing. I knew the Jehovah's Witness may have lost one fellow. Because he was really taken by that. These signs follow us. If you are a believer, Jesus cannot lie. You can heal the sick. You can speak with new tongues. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit and speak with other tongues. You can cast out devils. You can take up serpents. And I'm we're coming to that. You can do all of these things. And we need to believe in this. You know, demons still exist. Many times I talk to Christians and they act like demons had a meeting together and said we're, go, we're going in hiding. We're not coming out anymore. Demons still exist. Look at how wicked our society is today. And think about the days of Jesus in the land of Israel where people were still trying to obey God. The Jews tried to obey God but look at how many demons Jesus cast out of the people. It was a daily thing. In his ministry. In a land where people knew God. And look at where we live. And the people don't know God. And Christians act like these things don't, don't even talk about those things. There are still demons today. In the world. Sometimes the reason why you have suicidal thoughts is because of that. Your finances are being attacked. Your job is sometimes because of that. You need to recognize that. Your children are becoming wayward. It could be because of that. Don't take your eyes off this. It's this thing that you don't have to be afraid of them. But you must recognize that they are. The Bible says God has given us authority to cast them out. You just need to speak to them. And when you recognize that they're reminding me doing something, there's a demon behind it, you speak to it and then you, you disappear from the life. There are serious addictions. And you've prayed, you've cried. 
You fasted and it's not worked. Well, why don't you look at this area? Jesus demonstrated that. If was sickness, he cast out a demon from a blind person and the eyes got opened. Remember, he spoke to a deaf and dumb spirit and cast out the spirit and the man could speak and could hear. Those demons have not gone into hiding. They still around. Let not pretend. They are still around. And they are still doing their work. What they want for you to do is to believe that they don't exist. That they have no influence anymore. And what you're going through is just natural. When you believe that, according to the scriptures, you're a real fool. You need to wake up and begin to challenge these forces that are coming against your life. When things happen to you and it doesn't make sense. Amen. If it doesn't make sense, there's an enemy behind it. Jesus said, there's an enemy upon this. I planted it, now you have to ask, an enemy upon this. When it doesn't make sense, you must recognize there's an enemy behind it. That's why the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Why is he fleeing from you? Because he came to you and if you don't resist him, he'll be a part of your life. You have to resist him. How do you recognize it's coming to you by the things that he's doing in your life? You recognize that when it doesn't make sense. My finances don't make sense. I've tried, I've prayed, I've done everything. It's still not working. My children are going crazy. I've tried, I've worked with them, I've done everything. It's still not working. Recognize there must be, there could be a demonic force behind it. We don't have to be afraid. Now in my country, we go on to the other extreme. Where if the flower moves, what was that? Did you see that flower move? And nobody, there's a demon, no, in Jesus' name. And that's fear. We don't go to that extreme. But you don't go to the other extreme where you totally think they don't exist because Jesus worked with demons daily in his ministry. And the world is not more righteous than it was in the days of Jesus in the land of Israel. We need to recognize these things. We need to recognize them and begin to talk to God. Many times I come around Christians, they go through, they've been experiencing depression and, and they have all kinds of excuses or something is wrong, it runs through my family. This addiction comes through the family. You need to wake up. Well, started in your family and there's a familiar spirit there that's going from one generation to another generation and influence from one generation. You need to cut it out. You know that you need to take a stand and say, no, no, I'm a child of God. I am a new creature in Christ. I have the authority. These signs follow me and you're not going to follow me. I'll cast you out of my life. And believe, believe me, if you do it with faith, you'll find relief. You'll find relief. If doctors have done everything, Sometimes there is a demonic force. Now, when you refuse to acknowledge it and refuse to work on it, guess what it is? Jesus was clear about this. He even told us this. He said, when an evil spirit is gone out of a man, that says he can be in a man, right? They love to be in people. Because they are spirits. They can't operate in the, on this earth. You understand what I'm saying? They can't express themselves on this earth. They are spirits. But they are here. They need flesh and blood. They need somebody to be in so that they can express themselves. That's why when Satan comes as the Antichrist, he's not just going to appear Satan. 
You understand what I'm saying? He wants to be in one man. Do you understand what I'm saying? They have to express themselves. And there are all kinds of demons. There are demons of sickness, demons of depression, all kinds of... We're not preaching demons, but I'm telling you, this morning, recognize that these forces are, and that you are over them. You are over them. They should be scared of you. But if you don't know who you are in Christ, you will be afraid of them, and they will oppress you. Jesus was anointed of the Holy Ghost. He went about doing good. He went about doing good. Healing all that were oppressed. By the devil, all his healings. Oppression of Satan. Demonic oppression. We need to recognize that. It will make things too difficult, too, too hard. Recognize that, know it, that's great wisdom. Amen? And begin to attack. Begin to make your declaration before God. I'm a child of God. You can't touch me. You can't even come here. There's the blood of Jesus around this area. Amen? Amen. And if you sleep and they come in, hey, how did you get here? And guess what? They will obey you. Jesus has given you the authority. He has the signs and wonders that follow us. The Lord brought them out of Egypt with great signs and wonders. They rode out of Egypt on the wings, or flew out of Egypt on the wings of signs and wonders. The church was born on the wings of signs and wonders. Galatians says we should not go back to the flesh. We must stay in the supernatural. And that's when we will see manifestation of the Spirit of God in action before our eyes. We'll see that. And today as I'm speaking, I believe the Lord is showing, showing you things. Possibly in your life you need to address. Whether it be sickness, whatever it is. God wants to do a work. True believers can speak with other tongues. I'm tired of, you know, all these days, uh, the days of let's go seek the Holy Spirit. In my name, they shall speak with new tongues. Amen. Jesus said, he who believes in me, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water, right? Well, when you believe, oh, oh, the only requirement is for you to be a believer, right? If you really believe in Jesus, and if Jesus cannot lie, you should be able to speak in tongues. You are a believer. Amen? We like to put our hands sometimes. Oh, I lay my hands. Yes, that's okay. We can do that. But if you are a believer, step out in faith and speak with tongues. And if you are afraid to do it, possibly there is a demonic oppression in your life. Especially if you say you believe it. The only reason you can't do it, you're afraid. It's a demonic oppression. This is a real. And as long as you are alive in your life, you'll stay oppressed. Amen? You won't understand spiritual things. The lack of vigor sometimes in the things of the spirit, guess where it's coming from? Satanic oppression. 
We speak with new tongues. These signs follow them. If you follow you, you don't just because you are a believer, they follow you. We don't even have to talk about it. It's just part of your life, amen. Your daily life. They follow you everywhere you go. You're casting out demons, amen. You speak in tongues. Any day you want, amen. They wake you up in the night. Hey, brother, let's speak in tongues. You don't say, uh, oh, okay, you immediately go. We can do it in his name. And it's very powerful. Speaking in tongues is powerful. It's very powerful. I think Pastor Paul realized how powerful it was in 1988 when we were casting out a demon. And uh, all of a sudden, I don't know what inspired me. I spoke in tongues. I never did that when I'm praying, casting out a demon. But I spoke in tongues, and the girl immediately jammed at two ears with her finger and moved away from me. And Pastor Paul was following that lady everywhere. She, went, she almost crawled under the chair or something. Just powering it. These signs follow. God will not give you a sign that is not supposed to do something in the kingdom. God will not allow a sign. This is a supernatural sign. Did you know that no Old Testament saint spoke in tongues? Jesus didn't speak in tongues. He was of the Old Testament. You know that? He established the New Testament. But he was of the old. This is a new thing that God has done for the church. Don't neglect it. Don't overlook it. Your life may depend on it. When you pray, spend more time praying in tongues. I guarantee you, your life will change. Answers will come. <laughs> your faith will become stronger. If you want to go to the natural way, that's okay. Stay with that natural thing. Pray your inspired prayer constantly, but in the language that you understand. These signs follow them that believe. I'm going somewhere with this because I'm telling you, our church, we need to be a church where the signs and wonders of the Lord flow. Amen. Not, did you see that today? It should be normal. Amen? Amen? That's part of a church. Amen? And we want to teach that. And I'm going to compel you to, <laughs> to walk in them. Amen? Amen. <coughs> we can deal with snakes. Take up snakes. We can deal with them. Amen. He's not talking about going to handle snakes. Otherwise, I'm going to show Pastor Wes how, how strong a man of faith I am by walking to him with a snake in my hand. Brother Wes, this is very poisonous. He's beating me. You're kidding. He's beating me two times, but I'm still alive. That would be foolishness. That's not what Jesus is talking about. When it talks about taking snakes, take up snakes, he's talking about what he said in, in uh, Luke chapter 10 verse 19. He says, Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents 
and on scorpions. You trample on them, you take them up. When snakes come into your life, what are them? Sometimes they come to people. You can take them on. Amen? And you know you have the victory. It's a sign that God is giving in, into your hands. It's a sign. When they come in and you recognize that's a snake, I'm going to fight it, I'm going to take it out, and I'll win. Amen? That's what he's saying. And if we drink deadly poison, it wouldn't hurt us. Angela and I were watching a program. There was this uh, preacher, I don't know where he got this uh, crazy wife. <laughs> Excuse me. But I think his wife died and then he decided he wanted to remarry. He married this, I don't know where he got that woman from. But she was determined to kill him. You remember Angela? And started giving this uh, man powerful doses of arsenic. Powerful doses. In fact, when the doctors finally checked his blood, when he finally got sick, the only time he got to the hospital, I was shocked. The doctors were amazed. He said, this, you have enough of this stuff in your body to kill a horse. We don't understand how you're still alive. A few days later, he was talking like nothing happened. He was a preacher of the word of God. You remember those Pentecostal people in those days? <laughs> they believed the word. They were careless. They got the woman, of course. Amen. But you can take the poison. These things are real. We must believe them. That's part of our lives. These are our inheritance. Jesus is giving these things to us for us to live life in the supernatural and not be afraid of what tomorrow is going to bring to our life. We know our future is in Christ. We know He is our Lord. He will take care of us. We will not know want. This, this is our inheritance. We lay hands on the sick and the sick recover. We lay hands on the sick and the sick recover. Jesus told us in, in John chapter 14 verse 12, he says that he calls signs, miracles, healings, works. He who believes in me, the same works that I do, shall he do. And greater works than this, he will do. Because I go to my father. Was he lying to us? Did he mean what he said? Do we have to separate certain individuals? These are the healers. And the gift of healing is not in church today. So come back next week. So you can get your healing. Because we're looking to a man. These signs follow them that believe. One of us. The more you use your muscle, the stronger it gets. If you don't use it, it's as if it's not there. We don't use these muscles that God is giving to us, so it seems as if we don't have them. We don't use them. We're afraid. Sometimes we're afraid of men, what people will think. If I fail, Failures are good, at least I tried. 
I would rather try and fail than to sit without trying. Christians are not willing to try. These things are for us. If you don't understand it, address it. If you don't understand it, address it because God will come through for us. We can heal the sick. These are our inheritance, the works of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We cannot be irrelevant in the world. People should look to us for their solution. I've tried everything. I've heard about this guy over there. He can he'll help me. You don't have to be a pastor to do that. I've heard about this guy. Be relevant in your life. Because Jesus has given us all of these things. We are a product of signs and wonders. That's who we are. We are products of signs and wonders. And you are a wonder. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. You are a different kind of being on the earth. You are not like the rest of them. We have to recognize that. And we have to have that in our consciousness. And because we are so natural conscious, we can see the supernatural work of God in our lives. Everything is forever. In our minds, I'm going to get to God and do all of these things. Hopefully, God is pleased. No, we are in touch with our God. We need to recognize that He is with you. Amen. And you cannot fail. Failures and all of those things are the works of the enemy. No child God should fail. It's a land that God has given to you. A land flowing with milk and honey. Whatever you set your hands to do, the Bible guarantees it, it will prosper. If it's not prospering, there is an enemy behind it. And fight! Stand up and fight! These signs follow you. You are a product of signs and wonders. And until you recognize it, sometimes I believe God is just waiting for us to wake up. He's waiting and He's going to allow these difficulties on us because He wants you to wake up. The protection He has for you, and until you wake up and begin to fight the enemy and know who you are, because you will never arrive at your destiny. And so God is going to allow these things to force you to wake up and begin to talk to these things. And believe the things that God has reported in His Word for our lives. I don't want to live just natural life anymore. I want to live in the supernatural. I want to do things that men cannot explain. So when we spoken of, God himself gets the glory. When I tell you it's the Lord's work, you don't say, well, I know. How is it the Lord's work? You did it. No, you know, you, you, you don't look like you got all that wisdom to get all these things done. Then God gets the glory. It's not natural talent. It's supernatural talent. Gift that God is giving to us. In Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18, the Bible, Jesus said, Yeah, am I and the children, I believe Isaiah prophesying about Jesus and the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus speaking uh, through Isaiah. And he says, Yeah, am I and the children whom you, the Lord has given to me. You remember Jesus said, Those that the Father has given to me, I have lost not one of them. 
you were given to Him. You are a child of God given to Jesus. He says we are for signs and wonders in Israel. What are we for? Signs follow them that believe. Signs follow them that believe. You have to understand, you can do a lot of things in the natural. But I tell you, on the day of judgment, only those things that were wrought through the power of the Holy Spirit will stand the fire of God. Some works will be burnt. Because they were not done through the signs and wonders. Yes, you did a lot. But it has to be through the signs and wonders of the Lord. Amen? Amen. You need to recognize your origin, where you came from. We are not of this world. We like to sing about that. But I, I wonder many times if we really believe it. We are not of this world. You know Jesus in, in uh, Matthew 28, he says, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore. Meaning, I'm turning this authority over to you. And he said, I give you authority to trample on serpents and upon scorpions. We're not going to go around walking on serpents and scorpions, but that means we can handle them. And when it's true, it's like we run over, we run over them. That's what he's saying. John the Baptist was saying in, in John chapter 3, verse 31, he says, Who comes from above is above all. Amen? He who comes from above it's above all. If you are from heaven, you are above everything on the earth. He was speaking of Jesus. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth is earthly. When you live in the natural, you are not above all. You are earthly. They say it's above all. He who is earthly speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. And you know, in John chapter 8, verse 23, telling the Jews, he said, you are from beneath. I am from above. You are of this earth. I am not of this earth. And yet he was living on the earth. And that will give him authority over everything on the earth. He is a brother. He who comes from above, he is above everything. Above principalities, above power, above all the powers of the enemy. Because he is from above. You were created in him. And look at what the book, the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5 and 6 tells us. Even when we were dead in trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And raised us all together. And made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. When? He made us to sit together. When? He made us. Not going to. He made us to sit together with Christ in heavenly places. We are out of this world. We came from there. 
We were born of the Spirit of God that came from heaven. After Jesus born, he, Jesus was born because the Holy Ghost came upon Mary. Right? And he was born of the Spirit of God. He who is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. You were born of the Spirit of God that came from heaven. Jesus was born on the earth. And yet he said, I came from there. He was born of the Spirit. Who is from, he who is from above? He's above all. We are above satanic attacks. We just don't believe it enough to act on it. We live in the natural. And we are in the natural. If we don't understand it, then we panic. Would you ever, have you ever read that Jesus panicked? This is what we must believe. We are not just flesh and blood. The spirit of Jesus is in us. And the spirit of science and wonders. That's part of you. If you are a believer, they are in you. Jesus cannot lie. And as a church, that's where we want to go. Would you stand up with me this morning? Amen. Amen. I really believe God is healing this morning. And God is putting out impartation upon God's people. Sometimes we hear the word of God and we just hear them, hey, stuff is good. He doesn't like it. That's mental accent. You, you know, you, you just, okay. But if it really gets into your spirit, then you begin to look for ways to express the God that is in you. Amen? There is a God that's in you. Let him out. Let him out. Let him touch the people. He can't touch them anymore. He needs your hands. He can speak to them. He needs your, your lips to talk to them. He needs to anoint them through your hands and bring healing into their lives. I believe that God has anointed us to bring healing to lives. If you're sick this morning, you can get your healing. Don't put up with sickness and disease. I really mean that. Don't put up with sickness and disease. It might start up just as a little headache. And you, you, I'm not saying not to take medication. But constantly fight it. Because there, must be, there could be a demonic force behind it. He promised us long life. Amen? We should stay with it. <laughs> I've often said, we are not running a group race. Everyone is running. So you need to start taking charge of your own life today. Amen? If you're sick in the body, please come up here. If you feel like you need to dedicate your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, please come up here. Maybe you've been playing games about the things of God. But now you want to get serious because you want God to flow through your hands. Signs and wonders. You can come up. If Satan has been attacking your finances and you can't understand what's going on, there could be a demonic force behind it. It may not make sense, but try speaking to it and see what will happen. Things might change. 